Frustrated with toxic people, they can't see how much they hurt me. I just want this chaos to cease. Here's your host, Dr. Shayla, my source for how to live a life of peace. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity. Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them, it's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 29, a question from a listener. Why are toxic people accusing me of being selfish? What's interesting is I've actually had two separate emails from two different people and they both bring up this topic. One was talking about a situation where they were accused of being selfish, but another person was, this is an actual question. So I'm actually going to address both those situations. I'm going to answer the question and then comment on the other person's situation. First of all, I will defend both of you. I'm going to defend you, okay? I'm going to assume that these people are not telling the truth. That being said, let me play devil's advocate. I used to be a hospice volunteer and there was um, a situation where all the volunteers were sitting around a table and we were talking about our experiences. And one person said, you know, uh, I was talking to a mother and I made a promise that when she passed away that I would bake her child a cake. So far, so good, right? Nothing out of place there. So she did bake the cake and she gave it to the child. And she said the family members were upset with her. And she said, I don't get it. What happened? Why were they so angry with me? And we're all looking at each other and you could just feel the tension in the room because we were all thinking the same thing, but no one wanted to say it. We actually took the family side. What was wrong with her baking a cake for the child? One of the volunteers finally spoke up and said, you know what? You weren't doing that for the child. You were doing that for yourself. And when he said that, we were all like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) we agree. Because baking a cake was fine. It's just, it was the timing that as soon as the mother died, you're going to do that right now. No, it would have been better for you to have waited. I mean, what's done is done. Basically what it amounts to is you said, I promised I would bake the cake. I said I was going to do this. I, 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 me, me, me. Again, nothing wrong with that. You want to do something to comfort the mother. Okay, we get that. But that that was rotten timing to give that child the cake that early on. They hadn't even had the funeral yet. And yes, you know, in, in a situation like that, people bring food to the house all the time. But she circumvented that whole process. It just came off as inappropriate. So all I'm saying here is sometimes we can have the best intentions. And we human beings are really good at rationalizing our behavior. I just want to throw that out there. Now let's assume that these accusations are actually false and that not only you have good intentions, you have the right motivations for doing so. See this lady at hospice, yes, she had good intentions, but the motivations were a bit misguided because she didn't read the situation. So you're doing what you're doing and you have the right motivations. You're doing the right things for the right reasons. And yet this person's accusing you of being selfish. When people falsely tell you your story, what they're doing is that they're telling you the truth about theirs. That's their story. I bet it's probably crossed your mind when they say, oh, you're being selfish. You're being selfish. You're thinking, look who's talking. And that's usually the case. Someone who's quick to accuse you of something. And you're thinking, uh, really (laughs) this coming from you? When I was in high school, I went to go to auto mechanic school or auto technician, however you want to say it. And I actually had a full scholarship from Toyota to go <laughs> to auto mechanics and, and work on Toyotas for the rest of my life. Now, what happened? And I said, well, you know, I want something higher than a diploma. I want at least a bachelor's and then maybe I could come back and do the auto mechanic thing. So, you know, life happens. The rest they say is this history, but 
I was in the process of explaining this to, uh, I was at a dentist's office and I was explaining this to one of the dental hygienists. And she said, well, you know, you should consider going to auto mechanic school because if you go get a bachelor's and, and I even said, if I get my bachelor's, maybe I'm, I might even go on to get a doctorate or uh, go, maybe go to medical school. And she said, well, that's too hard. Why don't you just go to auto mechanic school and just go that route? Because that seems to be the easy route for you. Now, somebody might be listening to this and thinking, oh, how dare her? And it crossed my mind too. But even at that age, I couldn't articulate things the way I can now, but I just knew that that didn't sound right to me. Well, that's not hard for me. Maybe it is for you. And I, I said it just like that. I don't think she liked me too much, but yeah, she was telling me her story. And usually when people tell me stuff like that, I'm very quick to turn it around and say, well, maybe for you, but that might not be the case for me. And I won't know unless I try. Who knows? Could I have fallen on my face? Of course I could have, but I didn't. There are people who cut themselves off. They gimp themselves because they're so afraid of failure. And so this individual is accusing you of being selfish. She's telling you her story. Now, as I said before, there were two people who brought this up. One was a question. Okay. So I'm answering your question, but the other was just a situation that this individual is describing. So I'm going to talk about that one that, okay. And she gave me permission to talk about this, but you know, keep the details a little vague so as not to identify her. All right. I'll do just that. So your situation is very common. You're in a relationship, but then there's an ex and that person, that ex is accusing you of being selfish and this, that, and the other thing. And then there's an innocent party involved and all this other stuff is going on. And you say, but I'm a likable person. Are you being logical? Shame on you. You have to understand logic and emotion do not thrive in the same place. Yes. You're being logical from a logical standpoint. She doesn't even know you. Why should she hate you? You have something now that she no longer has. Even if they're done with each other, still, it's like, well, it didn't work out for me. It shouldn't work out for you. Okay. It didn't work out between them. And maybe there's, I mean, I don't know the whole situation, but maybe there's that unresolved anger. There's unforgiveness there. And maybe that sense of failure that's motivating all this. And all of a sudden now you're in this relationship and things seem to be working out great, but it didn't happen with her. She's going to bombard you. You're being selfish. You're being selfish. Look who's talking. This person seems to be interfering with your relationship. So this person is telling you her story. She's telling you a story of selfishness. She's telling you a story of unforgiveness. She's telling you a story of anger. She's telling you a story of personal failure and personal tragedy. And you said before that you tried to stand up to her and it got worse. Well, again, without me knowing the whole situation, I'm guessing you tried that before and you might've backed down. If you stand up to someone and you back down and then something else happens down the road and you try to stand up to that person again, it's going to be tough because you've set the standard. And once you set it, it's hard to get away from that. Remember this person is telling you her story. And to the person who actually asked the question, why are they accusing me? That's why they're telling you their story. You have people in both situations who are not capable of facing the truth of themselves. Do they know how they're coming across? Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I have no idea. But remember out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's actually straight out of the Bible. And then Newton's third law of motion to every action does an equal and opposite reaction. I ask my students, have you all had a conversation about space dust? And they chuckle and they say, of course not. And I said, exactly, because you never thought of it before. You don't say things you don't think about. If you're throwing something at someone, there has to be a source unless it's true, which again, I'm going to assume it's not. If it's true, well, then there you go. But if it's not, that's their story.
Okay. Well, how do you deal with that? And you notice I'm not really touching on that. And the reason why I'm not addressing it, because the relationship drama, there's a situation that involves an innocent party and it's not cut and dry. I applaud you for not blaming the innocent party and not getting that person caught up in this because it's an easy thing to do. And the reason why I'm not being forthcoming is because I've told you that I'm actually going to bring someone and I plan on having an expert to describe this because it's beyond me. Anything I talk about on this podcast is your standard run-of-the-mill interactions between you and someone else. When you have other people involved, and it's not just between you and one other person, some of this advice you might need to throw it out the door because I'm not speaking to those situations. I'm also not speaking to situations that are toxic to the point where there's emotional, sexual, or physical abuse. I would be doing my listeners a disservice if I talk about that situation when I have no expertise whatsoever on that matter. The two of you, feel free to hit me up with another email. I'll respond to you. Like I said, it might take me a while because I do have other people. You know, if I've answered those concerns, let me know and we'll talk about it. And for everybody else, I'm going to wrap it up by saying this. It's a very simple observation, but it's very powerful. When you learn to see past what's going on, I had a student and she decided to let her phone ring and answer it in class. And she was looking at me the whole time like she was daring me to say something. And I waited. And when she finally got off the phone, I said, you done? Are you done stopping the class? And then uh, she said, what are you going to do about it? I said, the better question is, what are you going to do about your situation? And she looked at me kind of funny. Like, what, what do you mean by that? I said, look, your inability to give respect reflects your inability to have respect for yourself. There's something going on in your life that it's causing you grief. And rather than dealing with it, you want to project that. You want to express that in class in a juvenile manner. So my question again, what are you going to do about that? That stopped that deadness tracks. I never had another problem with her the rest of the semester. Now, normally I don't say things like that in front of the class. I would have taken her aside. But in that situation, I had to nip that in the butt. Otherwise, I would have had problems with everyone else because I wanted people to know that whatever you do, I will call you out on it. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about it. I'm just going to call it like I see it. And as I've said in a previous podcast, people aren't used to being called out on things. Sometimes just calling people out on stuff is enough to stop it. Sometimes. Because if you call these people out on them being selfish, they'll say, nah, you are. And then you're like, nah, you are. And then you, it's like this back and forth like your kids. No, we don't want that. We want to deal with this in a mature fashion. And sometimes just letting them know that you're aware of it can stop it. Sometimes. All right. So that's my word about that. And until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the toxic people detox. Dot com. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.